Praise God. Frank Mickens, I am back with another edition of Faith Fire Media. And we're going to talk about something extremely exciting. Some will debate this, but God has shown it to me and he has allowed me now to announce it. There is coming a third great awakening. We've been talking about revival. Yes, Jesus wants to see revival in the body of Christ. But beyond revival, God is seeking an awakening, a global awakening. We'll be right back. I'm truly going to try my best to take my time with this word. This is the word of the Lord, and it is exciting. It is also very challenging to all of us in the body of Christ. I am Frank Mickens back with you with another edition of Faith Fire Media. This is a ministry of Faith Fire Worldwide Revival Ministries, where we are committed to fan the flame of revival around the world. And now I'm considering changing our our motto, because God is not just going to stop at revival. He is seeking and will instigate and carry out awakening all over the world. And I'm going to show you what the Lord has shown me and explain exactly what the Lord is saying to me in my small, teeny bit of of the corner of the body of Christ that I occupy and the ministry the Lord has given me unto himself. And uh, yeah, we, we are on faithfireworldwide.com. If you ever want to get more information, you can also sign up for text alerts by texting faithfire. One word, faith fire to 55498. We praise God for you being here. We ask you to pray with our ministry as we are looking into doing more worship gatherings and more uh, evangelism in our community. And he is calling us, in case you've been wondering, to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Starting at your Jerusalem, encourage your, your ministries to get right outside your doors and reach people with the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The word of God, the power of God to heal and set free. Amen. Amen. Listen, let's pray before we go into this because I feel the call of the Lord to settle our hearts into this word. Lord God, we, we thank you for your word that says, comfort my people. Comfort my people. You spoke that word before you were changing their environment. They had been under duress. Glory to Jesus. They had been in bondage. Hallelujah. And you were saying, comfort my people. And you were going to bring a shift. And that's what you're doing. God, I pray you comfort us right now. There are so many things that we've been upset about, but a lot of it is really our fault because we have not been representing Jesus Christ as the salt and light of the earth. But you're changing it. You're doing it. You have been doing it. You're going to continue to do it, to do it and that is to make your bride without spot or wrinkle. You are maturing your church little by little, and we do not despise the chastening of the Lord. God, I pray now, everyone who sees this on YouTube or hears this in a podcast, any person that receives this as a shared post on a Facebook page, may we now have the soul of our hearts open, available, and soft to hear the word of the Lord for us in this hour. In Jesus' name, amen. I am really excited about this word. 
I truly am. I'm excited about this word because it is a life-changing word if you allow it to be. Listen, the word of God is supposed to move you. He said that his word will accomplish everything that he sent it to do. It is supposed to change. It renews our minds. It transforms us. The word of God is a power and a force that moves people because it comes into our hearts and changes our hearts. And our heart is through which we live our lives. And so him changing our heart changes our lives, our behavior. So I'm going to share this with you. A couple of things. It was March 31st of 2022, and the Lord began to unveil more and more about what he had been showing me over the last two years. And I was in the spirit praying. And I heard the Lord say to me, he said, begin to announce the coming of a third great awakening. He wants people praying into this word. The prayer of the righteous man or woman has great power. He wants you to pray into a third great awakening. And listen, I've done some research and there's debate over whether or not we've already had a third great awakening. And I'm going to show you what the Lord, I'm going to tell you what the Lord showed me. And he's showing me that we have not seen a third great awakening. We've seen revivals between the second great awakening and where we are now, but we've not seen a third great awakening. This thing's going to be global. The Super Bowl is an event that the world watches. And the Lord used the Super Bowl to show me what's coming. And I want you to really just sit back, relax, and listen to this, because this is going to encourage so many people who are upset about the things we're seeing in the earth. We are headed for a period of repentance, unity, and the power of the Spirit of God to bring revival, but beyond that, awakening all over the world. Glory to Jesus. Listen, we've got revival happening in Iran right now. We've got revival happening in China. We've seen people coming into the harvest, being brought into the kingdom, the family of God, to the Father's house in droves all over the world. So it's not that God has not been producing revival. He's been producing revival, but his end game is awakening prior to Jesus's return. And that's the fourth quarter of the big game. Jesus is returned. That's when it all winds up. That's when the championship trophy goes to Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Everyone, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We all know this is scripture. So again, he said to me on March 31st of 2022, he said, begin to announce the coming of a third great awakening. He wants us to pray into this. And he said, the zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. God is zealous to see this awakening. He has postured himself to bring this thing through. And he uses the advent of the body of Christ to get it done. He tells prophets to share and he tells the people to believe and engage in agreement with the move of God. And that's what he's encouraging you to do right now. So, Frank, where did all of this start? The pandemic. The pandemic, as you know, changes everything. It's almost like 9-11 Air travel has never been the same since 9-11. The way that we fight war has been forever changed because of 9-11. The pandemic, the global pandemic changed everything for the body of Christ. God took us out of our churches and challenged us to know him one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> Why? He's bringing about revival. Why? Because he's bringing about awakening. Revival's in the church. Awakening is outside. See, a lot of times we say revival, what we mean is awakening. What we're saying is we want to see awakening in our schools, 
We want to see awakening in the halls of justice. We want to see awakening in the White House. Revival comes in the body of Christ where the people are gathered around him and we've been asleep and he's awakening us, reviving us, said the prophet when he prophesied to the dry bones. And then they come together in unity. They form an army and then they can now change the status quo in warfare together under the banner of God's love with his power and the angelic hosts. So I'm going to encourage you to begin to pray into a third great awakening just by faith. Listen, I'm challenged by this, that God is saying he's going to change the culture. See, he's not just concerned about changing our churches and our families in church and at home. He wants you to be worshiping at home like Obed-Edom. He wants to see the presence of God in your house, blessing your house. But outside your house, he wants to see your neighbors being touched by his glory. That's awakening. And he's going to burn that fear of man out of us. He's going to burn that selfishness out of us, that comfort, that Western comfort that really lulls you to sleep. And he's going to put into us a fire that we have not ever seen. I believe this third great awakening is going to be unmatched by the first and second. They will not even be in comparison. Why? I'm going to share this dream from the Lord. February 18th, 2020. During the pandemic, remember, the pandemic in America didn't start until March. And the Lord shows me this in February. And it started out being a very personal word because this is when the Lord was calling me out of television news and he was calling me into full time ministry. So I took a lot of this as personal because he put me at the center of this. And so I see I saw mainly how the Lord was saying, you're coming off an anchor desk and you're going to be leading people into unity for the purpose of bringing about a third grade awakening. How did he do this? I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to read this to you. Praise the Lord. I was part of a group taking in festivities at the Superdome. It felt like the Super Bowl halftime show, the big game. So I want to just tell you that the Lord in this dream showed me warfare, the kingdom of God suffering violence and the violent taking it by force as the Super Bowl, the big game. At the end of the game, there's a world championship and we know that's going to be handed to Jesus. But it's halftime. Jesus. So so let me encourage some people that have been saying, oh, well, Jesus is coming soon. Listen, we don't know the hour or the day. Glory to God. But from what the Lord is showing me, we still have a third great awakening coming. It's halftime. It's halftime of the big game. And as I was seeing myself at the Superdome, halftime at the Super Bowl, I was part of a planning process a group of people, we were practicing and rehearsing and planning, and we were roller skating around a pattern in the floor. We were making a pattern in the floor on roller skates, and the pattern looked like paisley. And so I was in the front, and I'm holding a baton, and I'm leading the saints that play in the Superdome, glory to God. I'm leading the saints, the people of God, and I'm leading them in this line, and we're painting paisley with our skates and our skates are leaving behind us a trail of fire glory to jesus the fire that burns in the temple it's the power of the spirit the fire the flame of the spirit 
The power of the word of God, his word in my belly was like fire shut up in my bones. The power of the word, not just the word, but the power of the word, the word moving and changing people and guiding us into oneness. So they're following me as we're making this very complicated and intricate pattern. But everyone was doing their best to stay in line. And the Lord has since ministered to me and said, unity is not uniformity. Everyone wasn't in perfect step, but the effort was there. Everyone knew we had the same goal, the same direction and the same destination. And that's unity. Allowing ourselves to speak the same thing, right? Have the same judgment, one spirit, one leading. So we're heading into the Superdome at halftime as we're painting this Paisley pattern. I looked up Paisley. Paisley in Eastern tradition represents fire and water. The power of the Spirit of God is fire. The move of the Spirit is water. The move of the Spirit. And so what's happening in the church right now by the pandemic and all of the other things that have been happening is the Lord is breeding a church that will be hungry for the power of the Spirit of God and the move of the Spirit of God in unity together. Not individual churches, individual denominations, individual agendas, but all of us together seeing the kingdom of God and how we fit into that kingdom. And so we were going into the Superdome as we were painting this paisley line with skates and a trail of fire. And we're heading into the Superdome and we were coordinating our routine. That's the process we're in right now. A lot of us in different veins and parts of the body of Christ are trying to figure each other out. How do we fit into one another? Because every joint must supply. And we're, we're, we're rehearsing, we're, we're practicing, we're coordinating. That's what was happening in this dream. And then suddenly it was showtime. Glory to God. And we were part of the halftime show where we were presenting our presentation to the crowd. Now, we know the Super Bowl, the big game is a worldwide event. The world watches it. Now, I know it's not the World Cup, but it's a worldwide event. The world watches the Super Bowl. And so this thing that he's doing in the church is for a worldwide revelation of the body of Christ. Coordinating together unity in the power and the move of the Spirit of God engaging in a one direction model, mindful of each other, working with each other, giving space to one another, but on the same path, going to the same destination. That's going to be a sign and a wonder and a witness to the entire world. And so again, during this halftime show, we didn't have it all quite down perfect, but it was fun. I wrote this down. It was fun. And the routine was impressive. This is what I wrote down. So we're supposed to be having fun in ministry, fun in the kingdom. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so that's what this is going to be become walking together and enjoying it and impressing upon people. The Bible says that we should convince people with the gospel. That's Paul's words to Timothy. He said, preach the word in season and out of season. Be ready. And he said, convince, rebuke, exhort. These are the works that God has for us in the world, not just in your North Carolina town or over there in California. The world's going to see this. This is what's been brewing in the, in the kingdom of God through the pandemic and all the discomfort. God has started to show us we need each other. We don't need all this extra stuff. He wants us to come into purity. And what is that? Aligning with his spirit. Glory to God. 
So again, I'm not going to make this about me. There's a lot about me in this, but this is, this is now the Lord saying, it's time for me to announce to you the third great awakening. The third great awakening. So who plays in the Superdome? The saints. This is about the saints. God says that judgment begins in the church, in the body of Christ. Revival starts. Awakening starts in the church. Revival is the church. The Bible says that we ask, will you revive us again? Us meaning his body. The prophet spoke to the dry bones. The bones were in the valley. They were dry. They were God's people that needed the word of the Lord to awaken, come together as a body, put on flesh strength, right? But also be visible and representing Christ in the flesh as we love one another. And then we become a mighty army. This is what the Lord was showing me in this dream. I love this word, Lord. I love you, Jesus. Can we just take a moment? Lord, thank you for what you're doing in our body. We've been so disjointed. And I've got a word coming, y'all, about the tin man. The Lord showed me about what he's going to do with the body of Christ. So you'll have to come back for that. So the Lord, one day I'm in prayer. He says, Frank, because I couldn't understand a lot of this dream. He says, who plays in the Superdome? And I said, I don't know, Lord. I was like, wait a minute, the saints. So this is about the body of Christ. And so then I asked about halftime, and for months the Lord didn't share with me. And he says, Frank, what happens after halftime? This is my conversation with the Lord, and the Lord finally spoke to me about it. And he said, what happens after halftime? And just like Ezekiel, I said, Lord, you know, I don't know. And he said, the saints, listen to this, the saints take the field. Glory to Jesus. I love that part. The saints take the field, what? The harvest field. So this big game is about the harvest, about people bringing people into himself. The wedding feast that will happen after this is all done. He's bringing the guests. He's calling people to the feast. We are to take the field in the third great awakening. The harvest, what is that? Bringing people who are unbelievers in, not just seeing people who are in the body of Christ revived. The Lord said, what happens after halftime, Frank? I said, I don't know. He said, the saints take the field. Pray into this. Pray into this, that this great awakening will be the body of Christ taking the field. What does that mean? A football team, when they take the field, they come out after halftime. After what? The coach has given them a renewed game plan. We've seen what happened in the first two quarters. Now let's make some adjustments. Glory to Jesus. And he's asking the body of Christ to listen to him as the coach. His voice, his plan, his management, he's the administrator, he's in charge, and he's saying, now go back and take the field. So we're in a pause right now before the third great awakening. We need to be listening to the voice of the Lord. Glory to God. I was preaching one morning, and the Lord said, Frank, start singing as the saints go marching in. Come on, somebody. Do you hear this word? The Bible is the Lord, the Lord Jesus is saying, take the field, march in. The Bible talks about the army of the Lord. What does an army do? They march. We are set, sent to march together into the harvest field. I'm singing this song. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, how I want to be in that number. Oh, when the saints go marching in, listen, it's going to be a glorious and beautiful time in the spirit. And you want to be in the number, pray that you'll be in the number to take the field in the third great awakening. What's that? The third quarter. Glory to God. 
Four quarters in the game. Third grade awakening, fourth quarter, the end comes. This third great awakening is going to be a global harvest. I know other prophets have prophesied this over the decades. This is going to be a global harvest. It's the big game. And in the third quarter, the stakes are higher because time's wrapping up. Amen, somebody. God loves everybody on this planet. He's going to see people that are unreached, untapped, and un, um, so far unavailable to the gospel coming to Jesus and walking with Jesus, knowing him. Glory to Jesus. Great unity in the church is going to precede this. So let me just, just wrap this up with the word of the Lord in the scriptures. Let us go to Ezekiel 37. Now, this is a vision that Ezekiel had. This was not in the natural. He goes and the Lord shows him a, a valley of dry bones. God's people were dry. And the Bible sent a prophet and he said, speak to those bones. So it's the word of the Lord. Again, the voice, the coach speaking and the people of God hearing his word and obeying his word and carrying out the game plan. That's what's going to bring about not only revival, but awakening. Let's go to Ezekiel 37. Lord, I bless you for this word. And he said in verse three, Son of man, can these bones live? Listen, I need you to capture this prayer point. I need you to pray for faith. I want to pray for faith. I want you to believe that the third great awakening is coming. And that's what I want you to, to start thinking about. Imagine the things that you've been asking and wanting to see, asking for and wanting to see coming to pass. Our courthouses filled with people who are on fire for Jesus Christ, our president being on fire for Jesus Christ, knowing Christ, not just trying to help people that know Jesus, not just trying to put in place um, policies that help the, the body of Christ. No, people who are on fire for Jesus, who live a life of sacrifice, which is their reasonable service so that they may prove what is that good and perfect will of God. They are going to be set on fire. Our school's on fire for Christ. These are things we've been praying for. People being saved from the abortion guilt and lives being saved from terminated pregnancies. This stuff's going to happen as a result of a third grade awakening after the body of Christ. Here's the Lord, the coach at halftime, gets the game plan, comes together in unity, operates with power, moves with the spirit of God, with the power and the move. And we enter in and witness to the world as an imperfect but yet impressive representation of God's body. And then the third great awakening will come. So individually, we all need to be seeking the Lord about where we need to repent. How do I get in line, Lord? How do I get on my skates in my ministry and operate in alignment with all the other members of the body of Christ? Let me get over race. Let me get over politics. Let me get over masks and vaccines. Let me get over all the conspiracy theories and let me get into the word of God. Lord, you know, it seems impossible, but Lord, you know, we need faith. Verse four, again, he said to me, this is one of those things. God says it again. He's emphasizing his desire is to see these dry bones live. He said, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Speak that now. Pray now that the body of Christ, the dry bones, will hear the word of the Lord, the coach. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely, surely it's assured. I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. That's the spirit. 
I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. That's the point of all of this. See, listen, great awakening is not the point. Can I stop here? Revival's not the point. Jesus is the point. The Bible says in Jeremiah, let him who glories glory in this, that he knows me. The whole point of all of this is a personal relationship with the Father through Christ. Knowing Christ, yes, but knowing the Father and the Spirit, knowing the triune God. Oh, is here, O Israel, our God is one. He wants you to know him. Then he says in verse 7, Ezekiel, so I prophesied as I was commanded. That's why I'm here. I'm speaking on behalf of God. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews of the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. See, there are stages to revival. We hear the word. We know revival is necessary. We start to come together, but we don't yet have the ability to move. We don't have muscle. We don't have animation. We don't have the ability to carry things out. Out as God is intended. But he said, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. Spirit of the living God, come, blow over us, animate us. Verse 10, so I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet in exceedingly great army. Guys, we need to embrace prophecy. Brothers and sisters, I don't know where you stand on cessationism. I don't know where you stand on prophecy, but the word of the Lord is active and available today. The rhema word, the spontaneous word of God that wholeheartedly agrees with written scripture. But Jesus is still speaking a word that takes us to the scriptures. That's our foundation. Jesus is the foundation, the only foundation that can be laid. So prophecy that doesn't agree with the word of God is not, is not true prophecy. But there is true prophecy in the earth today. And the Bible is showing us until we receive prophecy, the word of God in a certain season for a certain time and purpose through a man or maid servant, we won't see this revival. And please stay with me. Revival's not the point. The point is knowing God. And there's revival. The revival will bring awakening in our communities, states, countries, all over the world, and continents. People will come to know the Lord, and then the end will come. What does the Bible say? Once this word has been preached in all of the world, then the end will come. Brothers and sisters, we need to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. God, we desire your word more than our necessary food. The word of God, even out of the mouth of Jesus as he was being tempted in the wilderness was, man shall not live by bread alone. We don't live by the natural, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus, you said to me that you had to stay within yourself, within the word, which is yourself. And you were being tempted to stay within yourself in the wilderness. God, may we stay in you, in your word. You are the vine. We're the branches. And God, you said that you want us to abide in you. I pray that we will put down our idols and burn for you, Christ. 
that will burn for you, Father, that will come to know you, Father, in your adoring eyes and your adoring gaze on us. As we are married to your son, we are being presented to you, Father, to be well-pleasing. Let everything that we do, whether what we eat or drink, whatever we do, let it be for your glory. Because we love you, may we behold your beauty and inquire in your temple. May that be our one desire. May you be our desire. Rebuild the tabernacle of David. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you make anything bigger than being with Jesus and loving Jesus and meaningfully loving Jesus, not just saying you love him, not just reading his word, but sacrificially giving your life away to him, which is proof that you love him, obeying his commandments, only that is the point. Revival is going to come as a byproduct. Awakening is going to come as a byproduct of revival. The end time church are those who love not their lives unto death. And that's who we are. I, I bless you for this time together. I praise God for you. I invite you to visit us at faithfireworldwide.com. And I pray that you let nothing separate you from the voice of God. Hear him. Bible says, let he that has an ear hear the word, hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the churches. We need to know his voice and hear his voice and obey his voice, which is part of what I'm going to be teaching uh, in the next several weeks. The Lord has given me a menu of things to teach. And uh, so I hope to see you next time. Listen, if you're watching us on YouTube, I'd ask you to share this. If you're watching this on Facebook, share this. Listen, we need this to get to the people. God's going to take care of that. So if you feel moved to do that, we praise God for you. You can sow into this ministry. You can learn more about our ministry. Sign up for our email newsletter at faithfireworldwide.com. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you great shalom peace in the name of Jesus. May he keep you from falling before he ultimately presents you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you, brother. Love you, sister. See you next time. Thank you.